Well, ladies, gentlemen, non-binary people, gender fluid, two-spirit, all the types of people you can be in this world and beyond and above, welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am the titular host, Nick, ever regretting putting my name in the title. How egotistical of me. Part of a deep-rooted fear that I will be forgotten. And the only way to be known is if I use my name all the time. Why do that? Well, it well, it's too late. I've done it. So put that in your pipe. Take a toot. Blow the smoke out your nose. Hope for the best. I haven't done a podcast in like two weeks. So if you've been waiting on that, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I haven't been with you. I am assembling interviews. And uh, honestly, I mean, you've been around for these two weeks. The date today is November uh, 9th, 7th, 7th, uh, the evening of November 7th. Joe Biden has just done some sort of uh, speech as the president-elect. Yeah, so I spent this week being antsy about this election. And then the, the past week... I don't know. I think I was like working or something and I did a comedy show within the green zoom. I think I might've, I don't know. I've lost complete track of time. The point is because of my brain, sometimes there might be a two week lag here and there because things are going on. As you may know, if you've listened to this podcast before, I talk a lot about, uh, having a tension deficit disorder, attention deficit, hyperactive disorder, ADD, ADHD, whatever. I talk about that. I talk about the days of our lives. I talk about what I do in the day. Of course, because Toronto is uh, one of the epicenters of uh, Toronto's COVID. (laughs) This is a big problem I have. And I think it alienates my listeners in other parts of Canada. Sometimes I'll say Toronto instead of the word Canada. And this is a very stereotypical thing. People think people who live here are... uh, only concerned with Toronto. And uh, let me tell you a good thing about moving away was that I was no longer that person. But now I've come back and I'm embracing it. However, if I say Toronto instead of the word uh, Canada, instead of the word Quebec, and I just say, or instead of the word Ontario, instead of the word world, just let it be known that it is a slip of the tongue. It is not Freudian. I'm the greatest guy in Toronto. I want Toronto, and I want it now, to quote Jim Morrison. Uh, I want the Toronto, and I want it now. But this is where I'm living, Toronto, and it's an epicenter of COVID, so nothing to report in my day-to-day life, except that I did a little bit of a job the other week. That was cool. I did some writing stuff. If anyone has ideas for shows (laughs) that need a writer, or a performer, I am your guy, I am very experienced. I did another Zoom stand-up show with the Vail Comedy people, uh, Chris Fairbanks, Maggie May, James Fritz, all those people. It was so fun. Another good time. And uh, next thing you know, it was the election. Oh, and I kept on, I don't know, I'm trying to resell video games. But for some reason, my the way I'm reselling video games is through 
purchasing more video games. I don't understand it, but this is some sort of a scheme I've hatched and I need to stop. Honestly, it's becoming a, a financial burden. So if you want to buy all of my things, contact weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. We had another Bandcamp Friday. Every once in a while on Bandcamp, they have a Friday where they waive all of uh, the revenue fees. So in case you're not aware, Bandcamp is a, a website that uh, people post their music to. It's kind of like SoundCloud. It's very cool. Um, they have a really good like editorial section that kind of highlights the vast amount of great music that's on there. Uh, you can get things like the Touch and Go um, catalog, Touch and Go Records. I think Merge Records is on there. Lots of interesting hip-hop, uh, some comedy, my comedy, and some music I've done is up there. And uh, they have a day where they waive all revenue, so artists get 100% of the revenue. I try to advertise this every time it happens and get people to buy mine. I think I've made about $10 off of it so far. Bandcamp Friday is always a bust for me. I'm never really sure. It, you know, are you supposed to tell the world stuff you like on Bandcamp or tell the world that you have stuff on Bandcamp? Or do both? Do I have time to do both? Not really. I mean, this has been my week this week. Wake up. Oh, I got to clean. Oh, okay. It's 3 p.m. suddenly. Oh, where is there an election? Uh oh. Wake up. Clean. It's 4 p.m. suddenly. Have they figured out the election yet? No. Wake up. Nothing. That's a day of rest. Wake up. The election solved. Biden president. Potentially. Jubilation day. And that is today. Today, I am... There's a lot going on. You might hear music is pumping from the people upstairs. Anthony Bourdain is playing <coughs> the layover. He's playing in the other room. And I smell a skunk. You can't smell this, hopefully, but there is a strong skunk smell, and I hope the skunk's okay. Because apparently it takes a lot out of the skunk for them to release the musk. And uh, it's obviously when they feel deeply threatened. And then they need to rest and hide somewhere. So hopefully it wasn't like injured and the musk came out from a puncture, not to get graphic, but in fact, it just warded off an animal, a threat, went into a corner and is just chilling out. But I don't appreciate the smell, Mr. Skunk, and I will track you down. I uh, have a particular set of skills. It's a reference to this movie Taken. I have a particular set of skills. R.I.P. Sean Connery. Was he the original Liam Neeson? Only time will tell. I'm still, I mean, I want to have a reaction for you about this Joe Biden victory, but it's still, and people are celebrating. It's awesome. Uh, I can't believe what happened in the U.S. It was so tight. Honestly, the night of the election, these gloom and doomers, in the media, I'm telling you, the media, not not the the these these newspapers and stuff, they're just like, I don't know. It's 
what could I compare it to? It's like a parent who is like insulting you and then telling you you're the best. If you were looking at the po- the results as they were coming in on like the New York Times website on Wednesday, they'd be like, Trump likely to win this. Trump likely to win this. Trump's going to win this too. Everything's looking Trump. Prediction Trump. Like it wasn't saying that he was winning right then. It kept saying prediction Trump likely to win. And so it just seemed like we were watching something and then in a lot of ways it's it's what happened where you know what people might have been expecting if they were in a bubble of people who didn't like donald trump the exact opposite was happening he was winning again just like in in 2016 and the whole time they're writing this, I'm thinking, well, what about all these mail-in ballots? Like, are those being counted in this tally we're getting? And I guess they weren't. And now everything is turned around. All the things that were, like, stressful. Looks like uh, Uncle Joe won. And I don't know if you've been following the saga with his son, but I guess I saw some picture of his son Hunter naked. Like, that's a thing where somebody leaked all these, like, drug party pictures of Hunter Biden. Which has happened to people like Tom Sizemore and to people like Rebecca Gayhart. (laughs) So, Hunter Biden is in good company. And, uh, there's a picture of his hog. But I saw a picture someone showed and it was one of those things where you see it and you're just like, that's not it. That's crazy. So look it up. Hunter Biden plus hog. You tell me if it's real or not. The picture I saw didn't look like it could be real, but you know what? Maybe that says more about me than it does about... Anyway, I um, I didn't hear the Biden speech. People are partying in, in this city. People are happy. Uh, our cases of COVID are like higher than ever. And although Alberta, this other province, maybe you heard of it, they're like smaller than us and more spread out. And somehow they have almost as many cases. It's probably because they have a bad government. Anyway, ours is much better. Anyway, I'm currently sitting cross-legged. Anyway, So I just hope people in this city don't party, start making out with each other because some, you know, and coughing each other's mouths just because some other country had a good thing happen. I mean, maybe if a, when apartheid was lifted or whatever, you should do that. But this is going to be a, a, a long few months. I mean, I'm ha- I'm as happy as the next clam, but to think that this is all going to be tidy is just not realistic. I think, I think that there's going to be a lot of weird court things with Donald Trump. He's probably going to chain himself to, uh, you know, secret service guy. (laughs) And, uh, it's, or just concede because he's tired of the whole thing, you know, like Francis in Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure just was got rid of the bike. It's too much trouble. Pee Wee Herman was a character in the 1980s with slicked back hair 
who enjoyed um, being childlike yet was an adult. And uh, the actor who played him, Paul Rubens, was um, arrested in the late 80s for uh, masturbating in a Florida movie theater. And at the time, everyone said, oh, it ruined your career. But you know what? Man's a legend. Until something else comes out. We'll We'll see about that. Hopefully not. Anyway, so... You know, recounts, court stuff, it's going to be a mess. But today, there is no question that there was a little light weight lifted up off my back. And I don't even live in America. So if you're listening to this in America, I can't even... I mean, I was, I was living there in 2016 when he won in a very you know, at a comedy, sh- alternative comedy show, nobody wanted him anywhere near winning. People probably barely wanted Hillary, you know, they probably wanted Bernie in that room, but, oh my God, that was a nightmare. The two years while he was there, rough. And, uh, while I was there, the two years, in, I, just seeing the level of stress and feeling that stress that he fed off of and in a way that the people who hate him feed off of you know um to have our anxiety triggered by another person is uh like what i do in that situation is i leave the room or i move to a different different part of the bus i've talked about this in the podcast a lot if i hear the tinkling of someone's earbuds or they're in a loud conversation, I go to another area. This is a new move I've done. You can't really do that if it's your country and you like it. Americans like their country for some reason. But this election was the first time I thought maybe all my friends who around election time say they're moving to Canada, maybe this is the time they do. Now I'm not so sure. Now that he hasn't won. I guess he's lost. We'll see. Uh, I mean, he has lost. I'm not cynical. I'm just a little nervous about the process to get there. And then what will happen when they are there? And Biden is a president. And it's a tough situation. But it's a good feeling, too. I mean, this is someone who was just like... One of these people who's not a stand-up comedian, but at some point thought they were and just started like having the cadence and acting like one and being like, it's all a goof. But everything he was saying was very damaging and not a joke. So it kind of brought about that attitude in his uh, fan base, which I think it's most presidents wouldn't have a fan base. <laughs> you wouldn't call the, their supporters a fan base, but I would call Trump's supporters a fan base. They're like people who enjoy uh, Gigi Allen or something. Or uh, Vanilla Ice. I, I want to say Eminem, but, you know, Eminem has this good habit of every time there's a president, he makes like a mean, a bad president, he makes like a song about them. That's kind of cool. And um, 
Yeah. I don't know. I didn't watch this Biden speech yet. Probably went a little bit like this. Hey, Jack, listen here. I'm the president. I know I'm the president, but I'm not going to say I'm the president for sure. Jack, anything can happen, Jack. Don't talk about my son's hog. That was probably the uh, pretty much verbatim the speech he gave. I'm just going to guess. I don't know what else I've been doing. Halloween. That was fun. Dressed up like uh, Mia Farrow and Rosemary's Baby. Thanks to my cohabitant who went as Ruth Gordon's character in Rosemary's Baby. She really put a good, solid costume together for both of us and I'm very thankful for it. It was quite quite a pick-me-up. Halloween was awesome. Halloween felt like it was like the Christmas of non-statutory holidays. That makes any sense. Uh yeah, we just sat in the back and like hung out, but it was nice. There were lanterns that were well carved. No children arrived asking for candy which was the thing Halloween in all of the uh, resident Facebook groups of different neighborhoods because I'm in all that stuff and probably if you're on next door in your neighborhood in the US it, it was like this too people were like well the government says Halloween's a bad idea but well the little ones really want their candy is there a little route we could make a map of of all the places that the little kids your child is a vessel of disease at the best of times and we live now in an age of disease keep the kid at home bring the candy to them Halloween should have had like a mailing aspect this year where the children were mailed caramels but yeah none of those kids Durst come to our adult area. Childless lane childless creep laneway. Not I'm not trying to blow up my spot, but I'm near a laneway. I also really want to con congratulate I mean Americans right now. Yeah, yeah, Democrats lost a bunch of stuff. Uh, deal with it, but the amount of kind of cool progressive stuff that did happen was awesome. There's like a non-binary member of government who's announced that they are. I'm sure there's other non-binary people in the uh, U.S. government, but this person explicitly is. And uh, LG, black queer woman in, um, where is it? Uh, I don't remember. First transgender person. These are all people who were uh, elected to council or Congress. And uh, I believe a congressman, uh, a black LGBT congressman in Florida, inmates being able to vote in California, drug possession of all drugs legalized in Oregon. Um, this woman, Nithya, who has an actual like uh, platform of trying to help the homeless for real help house the homeless in Los Angeles, perhaps the worst homeless crisis in, in North America. Um, she won her seat 
and she wants to impose something called a vacancy tax, I believe, um, because developers hang on to vacant buildings uh, in order to just wait out the property value going up and uh, be able to charge higher rent. Look, Greg Barris in that Zoom, a green Zoom podcast I do, he, he laid it out this past Tuesday, but, you know, she uh, she won. Um, so, in a lot of ways, the U.S., as backwards as it is, no offense, U.S., but I mean, there's some weird stuff going on. Guns, uh, coal, tech, it's all weird. But there's some stuff that I wish would be happening more in my country and was more in the conversation. Because Canada gets a good rap in many ways, but we can can lag behind pretty quickly um, due to inactivity or what would you call it? Uh, lack of momentum. So I really do want to try and bring about some of the things that occurred. Um, and I congratulate my friends who voted and were very active. Just anyone who did. Because the people I know are really cynical about politics. Like, they're on the left side most of the time. Left side, sure. It's just kind of a humanist thing. And and it corresponds with, like, a lot of religious beliefs of kindness, these people's principles. My point is, they think someone like Joe Biden, it doesn't, it's not an exciting candidate for them. You know, they feel betrayed when even someone like Bernie Sanders compromises on stuff. Or, or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And those are the, uh, you know, most famous, uh, very beloved figures on the American left right now. But uh, these are super cynical punks. I think a lot of them took the time to actually vote. They hated Donald Trump that much. And the fact that you could grit your teeth and do it, I just congratulate you. Because you are the the reason, one of the reasons I fell in love with America was because of these kinds of people, these kinds of movements. And um, to not be too cynical, to not be too hardline, to use real life, real world logic and engage politically even if it means someone less bad rather than someone amazing. And I think that's all arguable stuff, you know, in, in a sense, about Joe Biden. But, you know, you can't really get past a lot of his corporate interest in the fact he spoke at Strom Thurmond's funeral and Super Predator Bill and Iraq War voting. Uh... <laughs> It goes on. But my point is, you know, like, in spite of all of that, there was people voted for him. And because of that, he squeaked He squeaked by. On, on some level. And that's what people will have to be happy about. And hopefully I don't have to think about, you know, all the horrible shit every single day because as someone who's not a citizen and yes has resided in 
but is not a citizen of a country, it can be frustrating hearing about said country day after day after day when I'm like, shouldn't I be getting a maple leaf tattoo on my butt? No. So, what can I say? I should go. I rambled. I'm glad this is moving to a new chapter. Let's see where it goes. Don't freak out, but let's just see where everything goes. And today, for a week, be happy. Until, you know, Donald Trump t tries to do something to make you, as an individual, not happy. One of the only world leaders I've seen, and Bolsonaro guy is one of them too, who, like, really tries to make you feel personally hurt. <laughs> or angry when he opens his big maw. If you like the podcast, ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan is a great way to donate. They recently charged me for my gold membership, the yearly. Didn't come at a great financial time. So if you want to help me make that money back, that would be great. One-time donations or month-to-month, month-by-month. We are setting up a bunch of interviews so uh, this will be happening after this little two-week break uh, that we just kind of had. Uh, we'll be a lot more regular. And if you enjoy my interviews, uh, go back into the archives. There's a bunch of them. Scott Thompson from Kids in the Hall, Sandra Shamus, uh, Josh Gondelman from Jesus and Marrow, Kara G, who I co-starred in a movie with, and she's so great. I mean, it goes on. Tim Gilbert, one of my favorite people. Uh, Chris, uh, look, I love my friends. I miss my friends. I'm starting to get a little bit sad that I haven't seen so many of my friends for so long. But, uh, if you listen to the podcast, you can hear me hanging out with some of those friends and be taken back to an innocent time when we could stick our fingers in each other's eyes and not feel like we were going to immediately have a runny nose. Like, my podcast on subscribe to my podcast review my podcast i'm nick this is nick flanagan thank you nick flanagan weekly nick flanagan weekly